Hello, I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and you come to me for hard facts. The world keeps turning, and you're trying to keep up. The fight against coronavirus has the option. But there's so much noise drowning out the news. Talking heads, broadcast messages, press releases. They're telling you their side, but you just want the facts. And that's why you come to me. I give you the statistics without spin. Out of 116 million working age Nigerians, 35.5 million are employed full-time. That's 30%. I give you the context. I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Kayode. Let me talk. No, I will, I will let you talk. Kayode. Kayode, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Kayode. That's why more and more Lagosians are tuning in. Half a million Lagosians. 720,000. 970,000. Over 1 million Lagosians. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. You know, I'm Sandra Ezekwasili. And these are your hard facts. Hello Lagos, good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, Bola Tinubu has two more days to submit his ministerial nominees. It's been 58 days since he was sworn in on May 29th. He has, according to the constitution, 60 days to submit this list and right now he's doing day 58 without a minister of finance, without a minister of petroleum without a minister uh, of uh, uh, of works um, without uh, uh, um, uh, a minister of education without a minister of health he has done 58 days again let me remind you of Delalake's words before Bola Tinubu was sworn in Delalake is one of Tinubu's advisors and before swearing in, Delake said that a month maximum is enough for any serious government to form its cabinet and put a structure of government in place after the swearing in. One month. In two days time, we're going to be at 60 days. So 58 days gone. In 1999, it took President Obasanjo five days to nominate his ministers. We had uh, Obasanjo's list by June 4th. In 2003, it took President Obasanjo 25 days to nominate his ministers. We had that list by June 23rd. In 2011, it took President Jonathan 30 days to nominate his own ministers. We had that list by June 28th. Second hard fact of the day, the court has granted a mefiele bail. I'm sure you've been following that story. Now, of course, I don't know if you have uh, seen a really interesting footage on social media. He was in court today carrying a huge Bible, a mefiele that is. But the drama did not end with the Bible. There was a fight between... The SSS and the Prison Custodial Service. I'm about to play that fight for you. So if you're watching live, Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3, YouTube, Nigeria Info FM.
between SSS and custodial service officers. Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3, YouTube, Nigeria Info FM. This fight is um, <laughs> Lagos, definitely a nominee for Nawa Story of the Week on our Hard Facts Awards on Fridays. Uh, but by the way, that's uh, every Friday now at three, after the news at three. Um, and this particular fight was about who will have custody of this man, even though the court has granted Godwin Emefili bail. Um, the SSS charged the uh, suspended central bank governor with possession of firearms. Um, so after the suspension, after the press statement from the presidency about corruption, after the weeks in custody, that's the charge. The charge is firearm possession and um, he ended up in court and that drama ensued i played it for you on facebook facebook nigeria info 99.3 youtube nigeria info fm third hard fact of the day the enugu state government is closing down businesses that complied with the sit-at-home orders they say that this should serve as a deterrent and get businesses not to comply with terrorists. But um, critics say that this is unfair to businesses. You know, they say that these businesses only comply with sit at home because government cannot protect them from the terrorists. So sealing their businesses off, shutting them down, that's like government punishing them for government's own shortcomings. It's like government beating them and say, Ta, how dare you cry? I'll beat you some more because you're crying. What do you think? Tell me about it throughout the show. One million Lagosians cannot be wrong. Thanks for tuning in to Hard Facts. I've got a great show for you, starting with the big three. Let's talk about Benga Motoshaw's defense of the NSAR's mass burial. Then let's talk about Oshomole telling Nigerians not to expect magic from Tinubu. And then let's talk about the FCCPC accusing POS operators of price fixing and cartel behavior. At four o'clock on Community You Report, let's talk about the rising cost of secondary and tertiary education. Have you gotten a bill from your children's school yet? We'll have that conversation from four to five. And on the big hard fact, let's talk about how rising prices, food, fuel, school fees, how is that hitting you? 5 p.m. today. After the news at six, the step down will take the air. And on the step down today, I want to ask, why do mothers 
favor their sons to the point of spoiling them to the point of spoiling them so rotten I'll tell you why I'm asking that question at 6.15. Make sure you're here, 6.15, after the news at 6, if you want to have that conversation with me. Why do mothers spoil their sons? As usual, we'll have news updates at the top of the hour every hour. Let's get started with today's Big 3 Lagos. I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. This is Hard facts. On 99.3, Nigeria Info. Did Omoto Shaw leave Lagos with more questions than answers? Are the Ogun State government's proposed mitigants good enough? Can the FCCPC enforce its order against POS operators? Those are your big three, Lagos. Let's talk. Our first story is the ongoing reaction to the Lagos state government's mass burial plans. Uh, in case you haven't heard, the state wants to bury 103 bodies who they claim are victims of different clashes after hoodlums attacked NSAS protesters and unleashed violence across Lagos. But some Lagosians insist that at least some of these bodies are actually victims of the Lekki Tollgate massacre. Now, Benga Omotosho has gone on the record. He was uh, Governor Songolu's information uh, commissioner during Songolu's first term. He was the commissioner um, who was in charge when the Lekki massacre happened. Even though Benga has left the job, he felt the need to come forward and answer since these bodies were held by the government for three years while he was in office. And here is what he had to say to journalists on TV. A right of a reply. I've been watching the matter from the sidelines, as you have observed. I'm no longer a commissioner for information, but I was part of the Babajide uh, Songulu administration under which uh, these uh, decisions were taken and some of these uh, matters uh, happened. What I would like to say is that first, the question has the government done anything wrong by saying that it wants to give mass barrier to people? whose bodies have not been claimed for almost three years? No. Mass barrier is not uh, a, an exclusive uh, phenomenon of Lagos State or any other state. It's a global phenomenon. It is uh, a, 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 the step to take when you have uh, diseases, clashes, the military are familiar with this. So, and Lagos State government did the right thing, followed the procedure by saying that people should come and collect bodies of their loved ones if uh, they have found their loved ones uh, missing. But the question that I think we should resolve here is that people are confusing mass graves with mass burial. When you say mass graves, you put a lot of bodies in one big hole and cover up. But this is not the case in this. Lagos State government is giving these people decent burial. And these are People, each body will have its own grave, its own uh, paved in a concrete, its own coffin, and its own slab, so that several years after, if somebody comes to say, 
I want to check whether my relation was among the bodies that was buried, could be taken to that uh, grave. These guys are getting a decent barrier because this is uh, a job that has been given to a company that you can call Julius Braga of uh, funerals in Nigeria, TOS funerals. So I do not see why people should now say they want to uh, connect this with the Lekito Gate incident. But I can understand this is uh, a period of uh, uh, post-election politics. People still cannot come to terms with the fact that uh, they have lost elections and that this is the time for governors. Uh, they are suffering from what I think somebody has referred to post-election traumatic uh, hallucinations. But I think that when the government continues to do good governance, they will be cured of that uh, disease. We have had people having meetings all over the place now, some otherwise respectable Nigerians asking our young men to come out. But my message to our young men is that uh, they are using the subsidy uh, matter that the government is addressing now to draw them in and then push them out. But the young people are resisting them and saying that their children must uh, come out there uh, first. Uh, I remember one uh, Ethiopian uh, uh, proverb that my friend is uh, uh, fond of, uh, of uh, talking about. The proverb says that uh, a horse can take you to battle, but it can never fight for you. So all the people who are asking uh, young people to come out because of these things, no concrete evidence, no scientific evidence, people who are vast to scientific reasoning, they are just trying to deceive our people. To de but negotiations are wiser. I haven't seen what the uh, answers approaches that were very peaceful, that were very well organized, that even Mr. Governor and I joined, Mr. Deputy Governor Dr. Kadri Obafemi Afsa joined, carrying placards, until they now use the platform to attack Lagos and destroy so many government uh, property, private individuals' uh, property, and cause confusion all over the place. So the bodies, I insist, the government is not lying about this. They are not from Lekki. They are from so many clashes around that time. Don't forget that uh, days before the Lekki incident, there were clashes in Orile where policemen were leashed live. People, we see live the videos all over the place. Policemen were killed. The Akala boys were fighting for the boys. Bodies were found on, the, uh, on those uh, streets. Then in Ikorodu, cultists were fighting for supremacy. In Naja, cultists were fighting for supremacy. In uh, Fagba, there was coming a uh, clash, and bodies were picked up from all over these places. And now people are saying that these are bodies uh, that were picked up at uh, Lekito Gate without any scientific evidence. But one thing that I know is that anybody can come on television to begin to offer and pop, to begin to gesticulate, to begin to uh, dramatize what happened and what did not happen. But the truth is constant. The voice of the People who are telling lies, who are deceiving our people, who are deceiving, their voice is always the loudest because they dwell on populism. And that is what people will want to listen to. They are also noisome, they are also boisterous and vociferous. But the voice of the truth is calm, is gentle. At times it could even be slow. And you know, people may not hear it loudly. But at the end of the day, it is profound. It is firm because the truth is like gold. Put it in the mug, put it in the gutter, put it anywhere, gold will shine. So at the end of the day, the truth will come out. It's there because it's almost three years now. Mr. Biden has not changed anything from what he said. 
when this incident happened. Bwenga Motosho speaking there, covered a lot of ground. What do you think about what you've heard so far? 0700-993-993-993-01465-7190. WhatsApp 080-959-75805. WhatsApp 080-959-75805. hello. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, thanks for calling. Sandra, I don't think he even covered anything. Okay. He was only supporting. And you know, for me, oh, mm. what I listen to now, he didn't mm. cover anything at all. Okay. He's still saying that um, there were no bodies that were picked up from Lekki Togate. So he should tell us where those people are exactly. Or is he still insisting that there was nothing that happened there? That's one. Number two, he's he, not taking it to um, the fact that people lost elections and that was bringing up all these things. I don't, I beg to differ, I refuse to even agree to these things. This guy should not, I, I, sometimes I feel like these are many, um, one of the reasons why this um, um, elite, they will not make sure that our education se- sector is good for people to go to school and know they are left from their right. They want to keep treating us like bones, like we are children, we don't know nothing, like we are, what's happening. It's just the covering things that, that will come out, come out and you'll be exposed. Just like he said, the truth is like good. And when the truth comes out, you'll be exposed wherever you'll be. All right. Thanks for calling. 99.3, hello. Hey, Sandra, I greet you. I greet you too. Talk to me. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you didn't play the part where you said nobody died at the toll gate. I will still play it. Yesterday, when I was telling you that I am confused, <laughs> you didn't understand what I was saying. I'm telling you, I'm, and I was just being polite because the whole thing has turned to theater of absurdity. This is just a—I don't understand what to say because the whole thing has turned to a mess. The governor—he is saying that the governor has not said what he said three years ago when it happened. The governor has made about two or three distortions in this issue, and it has gotten a lot of people confused. And the, 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 the contradiction is becoming so numerous that the people, the international community will not be laughing at us. One than three people died. And you are being asked, you are telling the world that nobody died at Lekki. Then that means the governor was lying then. He didn't say nobody died at Lekki because the governor came out and said two or three people died later. If you want to take the, what the governor said. Hmm. Then the, uh, the, the, corona, the, the, the committee, what is the sort of, the local state uh, inquest mm-hmm. that they set up, mm-hmm. the report they came out, that means they told lies too. Both the white paper, the white paper and the other report from the, from the inquest that they set up. This is just a sham. So when I said I was confused, I know what I was talking about, I was just being polite. This is a complete mess. And I think the local state government better come out now and clarify issues because he is talking about politics. What's the business of something on this issue? We are talking about something that happened about three years ago. We are talking about the subsidy matter. Well, how does how do you not not leave the boat? This is just nonsense. And I think somebody should be explained to us because one that because I, I watch your thing, the, your colleagues there acting that there, there has been a report by the by the by the prison office that. It, 20 bodies that were dead, they have reported about it and they have given the families the whole information about this. He could not explain it, he could not defend it. He said he doesn't know, he doesn't work in the prison. I was just laughing this morning. I was just ashamed of ourselves as a country. It's sad. Thank you. All right, thank you very much for calling. Uh, we've got Ngozi here. Ngozi, I have a break coming up in one minute. Is that enough for you?
Yeah, hello, Sandra. Good Hi, Ngozi. Good afternoon. I've got a, a yeah. break coming up in one minute. Is that enough? Yeah, it's all right. All right, go ahead. For me, I just feel the more these guys they keep explaining, the more um, contradictions they are coming out with. He just opened a kind of new canker worms into the entire thing, telling us different court groups that fought and killed themselves. And the question is, is the government aware of these court groups and they kept news all this while? Then the so-called court groups that killed themselves and the body littered on the streets, don't they have families? Don't they have people? So these are questions that we need to answer, Sandra. I think sometimes that's why it's not good to tell lies because you keep looking for one thing or another to cover up many lies that have been told. As he rightly said, at the right time, the truth will come out. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. We'll take a break. When we come back from this break, we'll keep talking. I'll play uh, the rest of that interview that Wenga Motor Show granted um, on Arise TV this morning. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. You're listening to Hard Facts. This is The Big Three on 99.3 Nigeria Info. More talk, news and sports after this. The former Commissioner for Information, uh, Benga Motosho, went on the record to respond to the Lagos State government's mass burial plans. He covered a lot of ground. He spent, he spent uh, quite a bit of time differentiating between mass burials and mass graves. He basically said that uh, each body will have its own grave, but um, he also defended the idea of a mass burial by saying that this is something the army does uh, now of course Lagos the most recent headline grabbing example of the army doing this is the IMN massacre in Kaduna where the army reportedly buried hundreds of bodies after illegally shooting them for blocking a road I'm not sure that that's the comparison that Omotosho should have wanted to draw there but um, he shot, you know said hey the army does it all the time um, he insisted that um, the 103 dead bodies were from various clashes across the state, insisted over and over. But he didn't address the question of why it was so hard for the government to trace them for three years. I'm going to play uh, some more of the interview he granted this morning so that you can listen for yourself. The question to ask is that did Lagos State government follow procedure? Okay. Yes, right, universal Mr. procedure. Yes, sir. Advertising newspapers okay. in this day on uh, November 20th, 2019, okay. in Punch on November 18th. Okay. That people right. should come Let's three years after the bodies are still there. They want them to leave the bodies at trophies? All right. Well, let me start from where we stopped. If uh, public notices, announcements were made almost three years ago, and we are still talking about secrecy. I do not think that is logical. If the Okuobi panel invited the, uh, the, the chief pathologist to come and submit a list of bodies that were found and where they were found and how they died through scientific means, and the man went there, turned out a list, and stated where these bodies were picked up, the Koyi prison that you mentioned, it is a universal thing that if you are a prisoner and you are trying to escape, the keepers of the prison gates, they will think that you can kill them, you can attack them. So it's suicidal for any prisoner to attempt a jailbreak. 
And that was what happened at the Koye prison. And I think over 10 former prisoners died at the incident in the Koye prison. Can they be identified is the question. Of can course, the prison them? authorities can okay. identify them. Are they part of the Lagos State government does not run prisons. All right. Are they part but of the 103? I, I believe so. Right, they so are. Can be, I, they, they, yes, and there is data, like I have told you. I have the data to show where each of these bodies were picked up. But you see, there's one thing that I usually say when I'm among fellow journalists like this. What we have uh, uh, not paid attention to, and that is very dangerous in our business, is that everybody wants to grow up to be a Rufai, a Ruben Abati, a to become a popular analyst. Nobody wants to do reporting anymore. Since this uh, breakout of this matter, I know the kind of reporting that I myself, I have done. And I know the number of reporters that I have called that, why are you people sleeping? So if they say that uh, they don't know where these bodies are picked, is that true? It is not true. Why can't people go back to what Professor Bafunwa said at the panel? Is the man still alive? Is he alive? Nobody has spoken with him. Everybody is just putting everything in their conjectural imagination and voicing it out as the facts. What is the scientific reasoning behind all of the things that we are saying? Like I have said, it's all politics. But you cannot, I believe you cannot beat a child and then uh, tell the child not to cry. Okay then, Bengal Motor Show speaking there, former commissioner for information, Lagos. Um, he mentions the newspaper publications that um, happened during one month only as part of what the Lagos State Government did to trace um, uh, the family members of these bodies. Now, of course, um, shouldn't ha there have been repeated calls to the public month after month um, because each of these clashes, like he said, took place in different different LCDAs, different communities. Couldn't the government have relied on the councils, relied on Neighborhood Watch, relied on the ballets of the communities, all the other locally connected institutions? Couldn't these people um, have helped connect them to the families who were looking for missing loved ones? Did Omotosho, in this interview, did he give you confidence, Lagos, that the state government did everything in its power to identify the dead here? And then he said that um, those trying to link this to the Leki massacre were suffering from post-election traumatic hallucinations. What's your take on... On, on that, on this being political. And of course, he insisted that nobody died at the toll gate. He says this um, is the government's position. He says the government's position is that nobody died. But of course, Governor Songulu himself admitted that people died. He has given different figures about how many people died. He has also said during the campaign that he reached out to some of the families. So what's really the government's position? Zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three zero one four six five seven one nine zero. Talk to me, Lagos. How are you? Sorry about that. Ninety nine point three. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, ma'am? Welcome. Talk to me. I want to say this: liars should be able to keep good memory. If you can lie, and you cannot be able to keep good memory, you will be caught. Okay. okay, I listened to the man, I listened to the former um, 
I listened to Benga, what he said, mm-hmm. that some of the bodies were picked from the police stations and so many other places. Some of them were the police officers. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask, if a police officer died in that way, why would you keep the police officer for more than two years? You say three years now. The, the, the people sacrifice those men to Nigeria. That's what I want to ask. They don't have family to bury them. And those are uh, court, court members. They don't have any family to bury them. And now you want to give them mass burial. It's 60 million. 60 million, yes. So another one is, um, hello? Yes, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I want to react on the God in the issue. Okay. I think that that time that the, uh, the, uh, the, our president was announced a winner, that he went on to congratulate him. He wouldn't have been facing all these things. Because most of most of other people went and congratulated the president, and he didn't do it. That is why he's facing all these things. Number one, what God will make a did this uh, money crush, and he wants to use it to copy electoral malpractices. Now they are giving him another charges that is um, is um, he's holding firearms. Mm. Please, I want to tell Nigerian. I don't even know whether if you are in APC, you'll be forgiven, but if you are not, all of them. Yes, they will come after you. Is that how a, a sensible government is supposed to be running? All right. Thank you very much for calling. 99.3. Hello. How good are you? Afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon, Sandra. What's your name, sir? Okay, this is Bayo on the line. Bayo, talk to me. Yeah. Concerning that, uh, two things. Concerning this uh, legal state of uh, 103 people and all that. Sincerely, you know, there is this saying in the Bible that there is nothing we can do against the truth but the truth. So, I mean, no amount of whatever um, manipulations, gainsaying and things like that, that can, you know, bury even the fact. I mean, how on earth will you tell people that people are being picked? At that point, that what, 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 I mean, where are the video or a kind of feasible evidence is to show that, I mean, this number of people you are, you are, you are telling the people that are being picked are actually what, I mean, actually picked. Then number two, why did it take this so long? You know, I mean, we are talking about something that happened like three years ago or whatever. Yeah. Now you're not bringing it. I mean, since you have, I mean, the, the bodies have been, I will use that word, confiscated all along. Why don't you just go away with it? Because after all, people that have lost their loved one and that, I think by now they are gradually forgetting. Why are you talking about bringing, you know, the bruises, I mean, how to give? So to me, it's quite kind of uh, pathetic. All right. Thanks for calling. Adeshawa is here. Adeshawa, welcome. Oh, Sandra, mm-hmm. I'm tired. Uh-uh. <laughs> Oh, now look at this scenario. A teacher will go into the class having the mind that we want to teach uh, wild animals. And you get you got into the class and you are asking the children what the cop used for. I did not confuse. You said 103 bodies three years ago. Must you keep them? See, Sandra, to me, I think I think there is not going to be a, a mass barrier for anything. Like what Uncle Jimmy said this morning. I don't think there's going to be any mass barrier. They just want to siphon that money. Yes. Because on a good day, people, ah, we are talking about souls, bodies, human beings, citizens. So to me, all what it was, and, and with such arrogancy, in fact, I'm pissed, so pissed this afternoon with what, what I heard this afternoon. He said nobody died at the lucky lucky token. Okay, so most uh, the governors always lying there. See, what I know is that all these people, eh, they don't consult themselves before coming out. And it's God that is at work. 
That's what I know. Because if, if, if you you must if you know how to lie, you will contradict yourself, Shani. Hmm. So that's my own. That Adeshawa, thank you very much for calling. Uh, let's uh, take your thoughts. 99.3. Sorry about that. Call me back if you can. Hi. Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's this your name? Sandra. Hmm? See, Sandra, the vet. What's your name? What's your Sandra, okay. Police were being killed and you tagged them as answers. Abi? There are police over there now. You said it. Yes. What is? And you tagged it. Sandra, what is this? You cannot even say the truth again. Why are you bringing subsidy of 2023 to 2020? That is because of election. Because I had when... Sheriff even interviewed someone. Someone who was saying they are bringing about answers just because they want to win election. Who is dragging with that? Okay, I am the one that went in there and bring out that letter of 103 people. Is it not them themselves? Who went there? Is it the PDP or is the LP that went there to bring out this report? If it is not even the APC themselves that did this. Sandra, see, they should see. We are tired though. They should not think because they are government. They can do anything they want to do. They should know that Nigerians are angry, so they should leave us like that. If not, Sandra, forget to. We are human beings, please. All right, Rita, thank you very much for calling. 99.3, hello. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Thanks for calling. Uh, this is a wisdom coming from Ebafo. Welcome, wisdom. On that fateful day, uh, it was gathered that a truckload or truckload of uh, military personnel came there that night. When uh, and against the protesters, they were that were peacefully protesting, peacefully on the spot, and the military opened fire on the armless protesters at the spot. Now, police use their own weapon. The weapon that military use is far more powerful than that of the uh, police. Mm. I live with police, uh, soldier men mm. in Dodan. Um, uh, this uh, Ojo cantonment. Okay. I know the arms they use. Okay. For them to open fire on armless protesters. Mm. And you tell me that the government came out to tell me that nobody died. I can't believe that. That nobody died. When the military opened their, their weapon, they, they opened their, uh, uh, their rifle, they faced the armless civilians. Mm. That nobody dies. I can't believe that's a lie. All right. Thank you very much for calling Wisdom. Christian is here. Hi, Christian. Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Christian. How are you doing? I'm okay. You have been a Christian. Obviously, I'm calling from Nigeria. Welcome to Sandra, you. Mm? it's quite a pity and unfortunate that the officials of the Lagos government are speaking from both sides of their mouth. And when you speak from both sides of your mouth, you are neither here nor there. This thing happened three years ago. These people that you kept in the market, are they Egyptian mummies? You know, it is only the Egyptians that kept, the, the, I think, the body of the pharaohs for other people to come and see for years. Are these Nigerians Egyptian mummies? Are they using them for barbecue? That you have to keep the dead uh, for three years? Okay, assuming some of them are policemen, can the policemen... Can the police force itself identify their own members? Can them identify their own members? It's just unfortunate that we have such people running affairs of this nation. I'm sorry to say if they are charlatans. I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. But we are not happy what is really... See, 
it, it would have been easier or better if they had buried these people secretly without people knowing. But because money is involved now, please don't blow. Power this thing don't open. Christian, thank you very much for calling. TA is joining us from Finland. TA, welcome. Hi, Sandra. Hi. Yeah, I was uh, listening to that man this morning on my TV, and I could I, I could only show you five don't buy the market for one hundred and three people mass barrier. That enough should that alone should send shivers to the spine of anybody, and they should be given explanation already about this. But look at what that man was saying. Was even turning this to politics, saying that uh, position, position, opposition on the rights of people. I don't understand. And then this man, this guy Rufai, was asking him a question about the people that were that were uh, that came from Ikoyi prison, and he was giving him facts, facts to show that the people of that died in Ikoyi prisons, the people, the prison service said that they have claimed their bodies. So there is nobody that that, that have not claimed the bodies of the dead in Ikoyi prison, and he could not answer. It shows, it goes to show that these people, they did a very big cover-up. And that's why it was not a surprising thing to me. During the election, they were ready to kill people because, so that they can win. Because they don't value human life. And if you don't value human life, then it's a shame that we don't have a country yet. And then secondly, the DSS and the Mifili, it's just, it's just a shame. It's a sham. At times I wonder, these people, do they even look at themselves? Look at all the crimes of a Mayfield. The only thing they could put on his leg is that he is in possession of illegal arms. And then they were fighting over his over because of the job after the court. It's just a shame. I don't understand what what is happening with Nigeria. I just hope that God will save that save, save that country. <laughs> oh, we don't want to that country now, eh? TA. We have turned to that country. <laughs> We're still a country, oh. Ah, feel like no far. Like if you talk anyhow now, we'll deport you. Come and be here with us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you very much for calling. We've got Azu Frank here joining from Indonesia. Azu Frank, uh, unmute yourself so that we can talk. Talk to me. <laughs> Azu, are you here? All right, doesn't look like uh, Frank can hear me just yet. Uh, so let's come back to Nigeria then. 99.3, hello. Hello, good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon. I'm What's your name, sir? Yeah, this is uh, Monday calling from Sule. Welcome, Monday from Sule, Ray. There's a saying that says that life can travel distance. But the truth, but truth must cut up with it, no matter how far, no matter the distance, no matter the months, the years, truth must cut up with it. You see, when you were, when you were saying that uh, they're going to bury them in individual uh, burial grounds mm-hmm. and put their names and everything so that the loved ones in years to come mm-hmm. might come there and visit. So you know their names. Mm-hmm. You cannot publish the names of these dead Nigerian protesters mm-hmm. so that the loved ones can be able to trace them. Can you imagine that? See, there's nothing they can tell us. 
I know they are remember you also clearly remember that there was a blood stain in Nigerian flag in Eleki Togate on that day. Yes. So is it that the protesters used to send the flags? God is watching. They must surely reward the soul. No matter whoever is involved in this evil, in this atrocity, call the lives of Nigerians, call the life of the destiny of people who might be doctors, lawyers, and all kinds of, you know, career in life. You call them off, thinking that God is not watching. God will surely visit them one by one. They will pay for it. All right. Thank you very much for calling. Frank, do we have you back on the line now? This is Femi. Hello, Sandra, can you hear me in this oh, time? Frank, sorry. Okay, so so we'll start with Frank and then we'll come to Femi. Frank, talk to me. Um, good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon. So um, the caller before the last one said something about that country. I think that guy was right. Oh. <laughs> Nano just worried. He said, yeah, well, see, no, all the you guy diaspora right. people, we go deport to now. No worry. Uh, we don't, I, you we will don't come and join us we, here. We, we <laughs> no, no, no. We need to come. We don't tire for now. So, Sandra, back to let's get serious. So, every, let's look at this story. Like, right. it's really, really, what I call it not even interesting. It's, it's, it's shocking because it just leads to more questions than answers. Nothing is, you know, like the stories are just, what are you hearing? What are, who keeps one on something cops for how many years? Where did you keep them? You know, who are they? It's just so, so many questions. See, Sandra, mm. I've listened to a lot of people call in and, you know, make their own suggestions and, you know, what they think about it. But me, eh, at the end, I just thought like, wait first, so, Sandra, mm-hmm. let me ask you, please. Okay. This this story, where did you get it from? Which story? Like this um, dead body. Was it? They said it was leaked. It was it? leaked. A memo leaked. Yes. Who leaked something like this? Look, there's something sinister more going on. I want to believe this is just a distraction. A distraction like, from what? Come on. This is the government at play here. They're just giving us something to talk about. Distraction from what we are going through, distraction from the issues, burning issues that we should be talking but, but about. But if government because... wants to distract us, would government use 103 dead bodies that makes them look bad? Exactly. Is that not headline exactly. now? Is that not this what is we're too talking massive about? For... Yeah, this makes them no, look what terrible. No, what everybody is talking... Look, see, listen, listen. Mm. That is now what everybody... Look, look, look at the way they come out to defend it. Like, they, they sound prepared. Even though the stories don't work, don't add up. Mm. It looks massive, but I think there is something even worse sinister that is going on. Because it is not, it doesn't make common sense. After three years, you're coming to tell me one and three people, like whether they, you're not answering questions, so much questions. Again, I'll repeat it. I think this is just, this is a decoy. I don't think it's a decoy. We should just <laughs> keep our eyes open because, no, it don't make sense now. All right, Frank. Th- right, thank you. Thing, all thank right. you. Thank you for calling. Femi, talk to me. Yeah, Madam Sandra, uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. See, Madam Sandra, see, uh, to me, I actually disagree with the last caller. Mm-hmm. I think using one and three bodies as a cover-up, as a distraction to mm-hmm. any other thing happening in the country, mm-hmm. I don't think that we can accept that. I don't think that is tenable. And one thing is that I'm just, I just want to speak to Nigerians generally. I don't know why we have to attach tribalism and politics to everything. When people come out, even if you can read from the lines of what he was saying, mm-hmm. that political or whatever, you know that this man is lying. And he was laying emphasis on three years. See, when someone is laying emphasis on something, he's trying to take you away from the actual facts. Hmm. So that's what I want to say. It's clear that, that this man, these people were just lying. These bodies, majority of those bodies were 
were picked from Lekki Tollgate. If they were called clashes, can they give us the numbers of people that were picked from different locations in court clashes? But they cannot come out. They cannot even come out and give us a actual figure. See, in the country where we don't have a, a accurate data, where we don't have accurate number, of maybe places of birth, location of birth, and stuff like that, date of birth. This mm. is the problem we face. That's my contribution, Madam Sandra. Thank, Thank you, you so very much. much, Femi, for calling. Okay, we um, are still on our first story. <laughs> We've been on our first story since we started. So let me bring you our second story. I promise you want to talk about our second story as well. So for our second story, let me take you to our neighboring state, Ogun State. For all our listeners who live in Ogun, it's probably going to be great news to hear that your government is rolling out mitigants for rising fuel and food prices. Governor Dagbo Abiodun has announced a multi-point plan. Some of that entails 10,000 naira monthly payment to all public servants and retirees, setting up food distribution centers to sell food at all prices, old prices uh, from before the fuel hike, hazard allowance for all medical personnel. Now, we still need to clarify whether this is a new hazard allowance or just an approval of past allowances that the government is owing because that Babiodun is also owing salaries. Setting up a commodity exchange to improve efficiency in the food supply chain. Converting public transit vehicles to run on compressed natural gas. Rehabilitation of three roads per LCDA. These are the steps that the Ogun State Government is taking to improve things for residents do you think that these will work now of course there's been some pushback on the plan to give 10,000 naira to public servants some people feel that this money should instead go to the unemployed but of course uh, most governments have a problem tracking the unemployed tracking poor people tracking the vulnerable that's why we've seen uh, pushback about things like the national social register for instance so the alternative is to focus on civil servants and focus on other groups that can be traced but that usually also means that we're giving more to people who are already getting something, no matter how small, you know? So how do you think state governments should handle that the, the dilemma? How should they handle it? At the federal level, meanwhile, we're being told not to expect magic. That came from Adam Zoshomole, the former APC chairman. He said that Tinubu did not campaign uh, promising magic or a 24-hour turnaround of the situation. So basically, for Kobale. Eh? Now, calm down. Eh? What's your take on the plan from Ogun State, Lagos? 0700-993-993-993-01465-7190. And yes, you can keep talking to me about, uh, for my information, Commissioner uh, Benga Motosho's response to the 103 bodies meant for mass burial. We'll uh, keep having that conversation all the way into 5 o'clock, so not to worry. If you haven't been able to call in to share your thoughts, you can still give us a call between now and 5 p.m. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Don't go away. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Your number one station for talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli, and I took you to uh, Ogun State. Do you think that their proposed mitigants are good enough? And what do you think about uh, Wenga Motoshaw's response to the Lagos State Government's uh, mass burial plan? Did um, did he leave Lagos with more questions than answers? Huh? 
99.3. Hello. Sorry, Sandra. It's okay. What's your name, sir? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. This is Malik from Maiti. Malik. Ah, this one where you call me Sandra today. You know, starts with your Idon Red. Idon Red, I know if you talk again now. <laughs> when Papa, they lie. Mama, they lie. Picking, they lie. With yourself from a nation. But where they lie, if they document something and they pass them through different desks to get approval, there'll be sign of transparency be that. Transfer. Transfer. Trans- transfer. Transparency. Adegi, Sandra, leave mm-hmm. that thing. Do you know that we are full of deceit? That is why the younger ones does not even care about the nation called Nigeria. Because everywhere you go, from local government to the governor to the president, white, white lie, kuro lie. For how much are you gaining? If that one of their sons was among those that shot in that place, I am not sure you see them come and speak. Anyway, like I told you yesterday, hmm. some were compensated. So, they let them keep lying. It will come out one day. For Ogun State, Sandra. Mm. Yeah. Ogun State governor say won't bring out where they will see small, small cheap food they chop. Yes. Before you know, because where we come from, where will we be? That book 